0: Welcome to The Jeffers Brief, only on Contra Radio Network.
1: Hello again, Intelligentsia. John Jeffers here for The Jeffers Brief, only on Contra Radio Network. Now, generally, I don't respond to a lot of the reviews. I read what you have to say, and I take into account what it is you want to say. Sometimes... Just people being goofy, and that's fine. Some people giving compliments, and I appreciate that. However, there is one here. And let, me, let me get it here. Let me find it. dum dum, dum You'll find this interesting, I think. We don't want to do that one just yet. Oh, this one came from, was it? Is it there? Is it there? Yes, it's here. This is, I got, generally speaking, when it comes to, uh, you know, the Apple podcast, I let it go. It's it's usually, you know, pretty straightforward. It's on autopilot. It does great. But I wanted to look over some, uh, some of the reviews and whatnot. Not a lot, but there's one from September 10th, 2023. That tells you how often I actually check it because... Well, the thing of is, Apple Podcasts is really reliable. Every time an episode is published, it, there's no issues. But this is a uh, an, an uh, a review from Socity 1975, titled "What Happened." I'm going to read it to you, and I will, of course, respond to it. Because if I start responding to everything, I'll get in. I'll get into a circle. A rabbit's hole. I'll never get out of it. But I wanted to put it out there to answer this person's question. All right. Uh, The person writes, and I don't know who this person is other than their name. Sosity, 1975. I apologize for the late response. Anyways, he starts off by writing, Commercial shilling at its absolute worst. My response to that is this. These podcasts cost money. I've been doing this for 10 years. And over the course of the last 10 years, I've asked and begged and pleaded for $2 a month. You know what happened? Nothing. Okay. So I had to get, you know, I had to go look for a commercial or a sponsor, which means there's going to be ads i got to look to find some way to fund Contra Radio Network. The listeners aren't doing it. All right? No. So when it comes to this, let me ask you this then. For people who get something for nothing and then complain about the way I try to make it, you know, try to, you know, make some money to pay for it, There's a word for those people, and it's called ingrates. You're willing to bitch and complain about the ads that pay for the show that you don't pay anything for. And we will continue with that. That was just the first slide, the first sentence. And then he comes, and what are we supposed to do with all those cases of green beans you encourage us to stock up on, Mr. Jeffers? You know what? For the life of me, I cannot remember saying everyone should go out and buy cases of green beans. I'm not. I'm not sure what they're talking about. So, he continues. Says, "Sir, you have the von Weehunt under your CRM banner. Have you listened to that pablum? You've lost all credibility with our group, and that's sad. It is sad. I'm sorry to hear that." I, what I do is this: When it comes to uh, getting other shows, you may not like the Von Hunt show. I understand that it's not. Look, I had dinner with the guy back in October. I'm going to tell you something: He's a true patriot. Now he's going to see things that, he's going to see things the way you see things through your own lens, your own perspective. You may not like Von Wehunt's show. That's cool. Not He's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I got different shows, and yes, there are lots of there are people that listen to Von Wehunt on Contra Radio Network. All I can say, if you don't like that pablum, okay, I get it. You don't like it. You don't have to listen to it. I'm not putting a gun to your head. And he says, I've lost all credibility with the group, and that's sad. Maybe, but I have no idea who your group is. I have no idea who you're referring to. And I'm sorry that you think I've lost credibility. This has been, like I tell you, uh, from uh, it's the last year or so, has been last year and two or three months, been really tough for me. And that's not an excuse. I'm just telling you. there been It's been really hard for me for some issues. And I'm starting to come back from it, finally. But, anyways, he says, um, hold on, there's more here. He says, on the brighter side, we have Dave Kirshner. Dave is a top notch guy. I'm going to tell you right now, he's a stand up guy. And if it hadn't been for Dave to carry over CRN when I was out and down and almost out for the count, Maybe your group wouldn't have lost credibility with me. I'm sorry. Dave is a stand-up man. I'm here to tell you right now. And then he continues. He says, we we wish he had his own podcast. We buy his books, enjoy his show. Wishing he'd separate from the polluted pod CRN has become. Well, okay. I can respect that. I don't like it, but... If you could do a little bit better and explain to me, when you say Sierra has become a polluted pond, what has made it polluted? So, And, and if you all agree with them, that's great. Let me know. In fact, I've given my email address out many times. Contraradio at live.com. Not one person has emailed me about this. I mean, I can't make you, but to come on and do an i you know a you know anonymous review and trashing me at least give me the opportunity to respond to you in kind or at least address your concerns instead, you went behind an anonymous review that's cool, but that's what you want to do. I mean, I can't stop you, and I'm not going to obviously you say what you want to say. Free speech is a two-edged sword. Sometimes you get you hear what you like, and sometimes you don't. But if you want to trash me, and you you know what, maybe you bring up some really good points here. Have the balls to email me. It's all right. I'm not going to cut you off. And uh, his la- and he finishes up by saying, "Perhaps Mr. Jeffers should take a permanent hike, retire." He says. And turn the c r n reins over to someone who can't control this steed before it ends up in the glue factory Good day, okay, well, I'll tell you what why don't you email me and this is this is a legitimate offer. Make an offer to buy me out then you can do you can run c r n as you see fit all right I understand. You probably have some really great ideas, and I think you should be allowed the opportunity to put your ideas into action. So I'll tell you what. This is my offer to you, Sasa in 1975, whoever you are. Do this. I will give you a show here on CRN. So you could show myself and the rest of the world, how to do it. I am sure you will have many great ideas, and you will make a fantastic show host. But like I said, hiding out behind an anonymous review, it's kind of cowardly, don't you think? Email me, and just put the reference on Sacity1975, so I know who you are. And we can discuss getting you, your own show here on Contra Radio Network, and you can show everybody how it's done. I've got no problem with that. And if you think you could do a much better job, and maybe you could, and you want me to take a permanent hike and retire, that's fine. Make an offer to buy me out. Because I've got this whole thing trademarked. Patented. Trademarked. U.S. Registration, Patent, and Trademark Office. And that was a lot of money to do that. So, just so you know, I want you to know, Sasuke 1975, I apologize for the lateness because generally I don't look at the reviews. Sometimes I do, but it, it, it's far and few in between, especially when it comes to Apple Podcasts because it's, it's on autopilot and it works really well. So with that said, let's move on. All right. Hope to hear from you soon. Saucity 1975, whomever you may be. All right. Well, I, I look, I don't make I don't make the rules here, guys. What else we got going on? Um, no, that's wrong. I don't want to do that. I swear I got to get a new computer. These things are sometimes so damn slow. It's pathetic. Come on. Get out of here. Oh, God, this thing ever. All right. So that's taken care of. Let me just do this. Boink. We're done. Oh, no. All right. Here we go. Where is everything? Uh, here we go. All right. Sorry. Sometimes I got to talk and try to figure out what the hell I'm doing here. All right. It doesn't always work out real well. All right. Geographic location. This is somewhere, um, you know, our show is heard on Spotify too. There's a list of, uh, geographic locations, Contra Radio Network with all of its shows, whether you like them or not, whether you listen to them or not in descending order, uh, the United States, Canada. The United Kingdom, Netherlands, Germany, Australia, Sweden, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Romania, South Korea. Hey, guys, on the DMZ, I hear you. I I, I hear some of the stuff you say. And I get a lot from Van Leehunt. He is really big on the DMZ, just so you know. Ireland, New Zealand, the Philippines, Israel. Yes, Israel. Good. Denmark, Italy, Finland, Norway, Thailand, Spain, France, Taiwan, Poland, Chile, the Czech Republic, Portugal. That's probably my daughter there. Uh, Belgium, uh, Puerto Rico, India, Greece, and Mexico, Croatia, Belarus, Japan. South Africa, Singapore, Guatemala, Bermuda, Hungary, Argentina, French Polynesia, the Ukraine, China, Switzerland, Iceland, Latvia, Luxembourg, Austria, Ethiopia, and Pakistan. There. You would think, with all <laughs> of be down in those countries, look, I don't expect anybody to pay me $2. Let's be honest. You know, people in Ethiopia don't have two U.S. dollars to rub together. And if they did, they're going to use it to, for their their own survival. And that goes for many of the countries that listen. But you people in the United States and Canada, come on, two bucks? And yeah, I'm still kind of peeved about that the more I re- think about it. I just didn't want, you know, I just don't want it to go unchecked. Look, I understand you don't like the. I didn't like the ads either, but what am I going to do? I got to find some way to pay for this show. Like I said, it's not, it's not inexpensive. The biggest cost is every month. And, you know, and, and at least, well, I don't know when it's coming up again. I'm sure it's coming up soon. We, we got to, I got to renew the, uh, trademark for Contra radio network. You see people, people, the other hosts who allow their shows to be on Contrayo Network, they get the trademark protection. Look, I get it. A lot of people don't want to hear some of the other shows. I get it. That's okay. You don't have to listen to all of them. I mean, it'd be cool if you did, but you don't have to, obviously. So something else coming up here. Um listening to the uh I wonder if the saucy 1975. I'm wondering if you contact your cable company or the TV networks and complain because they have ads. I'm just wondering. I just think of these things. Here's something interesting for you. Um, now we're not doing that. Uh, what do I do here? Yes, this is from uh, February 5th. Coming. I don't know if you guys caught it on Gateway Pundit. Their headline, and it's a video. Should I even? Let me see if I should do this. Uh, Let me think here. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. The headline is this. A PBS documentary reveals the January 6th committee was all publicity stunt meant to manipulate the audience. It's an assault on the American conscience. Now, I think we can all agree that the January 6th committee hearings they put on TV was an absolute publicity stunt. And, of course, those that partook of it will never, ever admit to it. They can't. End up like Lynn Cheney, unemployed. So they're wicked people. The Biden regime is still using the FBI to round up, indict, harass, threaten, and ruin patriotic Americans who attended the Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. Believe it or not, that's going to be a Democrat holiday before you know it. The Biden DOJ is now arresting Americans who stood outside the building, committed no crimes, but were standing in the unidentified restricted ground around the U.S. Capitol that day. So thousands of Trump supporters gathered in this area by the U.S. Capitol because there were several Stop the Steal protests planned in this area. The rally organizers all had permits for their events. Now today there's a video going viral from PBS where the January 6th committee admits the entire thing was a publicity stunt meant to manipulate ordinary Americans. This explains why they brought in former ABC News president James Goldston and to create the vision for the grand production. Now, Goldston envisioned the footage as a miniseries of propaganda. Oh, Dr. Goebbels is just rolling over in his grave. Says Goldston, we knew how high the stakes were we we're either going to make people realize that this was important or once you've lost them, you've lost them for good. Goldston and the crooked lawmakers who lied throughout the series and omitted critical evidence to exonerate conservative Americans feel no remorse for their actions. So from the, uh, from the production, we have Adam Kitzinger, which, by the way, he retired. He didn't want to run. The one th- he says, the one thing we knew was the information that we have is compelling. The thing we needed to do was to tell that to the American people in a compelling way. So that's why we brought in a former president of ABC News. James Golston. This is from the production. He says, Yeah, I got a call pretty much out of the blue from the January 6th committee. They wanted a storyteller, and while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling for a mass audience is not what they do. What a f- When it came to that first hearing, we knew how high the stakes were. On the evening of June 9th, doors opened. He says, my heart was beating pretty fast on June 9th. It was a real question of, is this going to work or not? We are either going to make people realize that this was important, or once you've lost them, for good. More, James Golston, he says, I'm in this tiny control room right upstairs from the Cannon Caucus, and we count down to the start of the hearing. And at that point, What can you do? Let's listen. Thompson's committee had gathered a trove of information. The challenge, what to do with it. The one thing that we knew was the information that we have is compelling. The thing we needed to do was tell that to the American people in a compelling way. So that's why we brought in a former president
2: of ABC News. Yeah, I got a call pretty much out of the blue um, from the January sixth committee. They wanted they wanted a storyteller, and while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling for a mass audience is not what they do to bring in a guy like this who would think outside the box really did prove to be fruitful. And it was Goldston who really began to envision this as, in a way, a kind of mini-series, that there would be you know, sort of nine episodes and that these episodes would tackle particular themes.
1: Attack on the Capitol, the investigation. The first hearing was primetime television. As the nation is about to witness a defining moment, the first hearing before the country, the results of the January 6th investigation.
0: This is an extraordinary moment In American
2: history. When it came to that first hearing, we knew how high the stakes were.
0: Is about to hold its first primetime hearing.
2: We were either going to, you know, make people realize that this was important, you know, or once once you've lost them, you've you've lost them for good. On the evening of June 9th, 8.01 p.m., the doors opened. My heart was beating pretty fast on June 9th. And it, it was a real question uh, of, is this going to work or not? All right, everybody, here we go. Five on the line, please. I'm in this tiny control room right up the stairs from Cannon Caucus. And we count down to to the start of the hearing. And at that point, what can you do? Here we go. In three, two, one.
1: The select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol will be in order. Without
2: We wanted to make sure that this was a presentation that would grab the audience and hold on to them. Chairman Thompson loved to say, it's got to pop.
1: Well, there you go. That was a video clip uh, by uh, Eric Abinante. Well, there you have it. Just thought I'd put that out there for you. My, oh, my. What else we got left here? Yeah, perfect. Um, another one from uh, Gateway Pundit that, of course, is never picked up by the mainstream media. This is kind of interesting. The headline is that uh, it's uh, uh, Jim Hoft there at uh, Gateway. He's one of the owners there of Gateway Pundit. The headline is, the Democratic Party is done in Chicago, and that's a fact. End quote. Black Chicagoans vowed to flip Chicago red for the 2024 election over the migrant crisis, and they want to meet with Trump. Trump, As soon as Trump got word of this, he probably should have jumped on the plane and met him at Midway Airport. But anyways, um, recently the African Diaspora News Channel spoke to Mark Carter, who is begging Republican leaders to visit the inner city of Chicago and witness the burgeoning migrant crisis that is sucking resources away from native Chicagoans who are suffering under Biden's policies. By the way, did you see that Biden was bitching, saying that he knows what the hell he's doing? About I heard that, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's good, Joe, because no one else knows what the hell you're doing. I'm sorry. Mission creep. So anyway, back to him. Mark Carter believes 2024 is the time for Republicans and Trump to flip Chicago red. Yeah. The ADNC reporter, that's the African Diaspora News Channel, says, uh, is quoted, Within the last couple of weeks or months, we've been hearing a lot from the black residents of Chicago, specifically that of Mark Carter, who's been very instrumental in speaking out against the migrants going into Chicago and taking up all the resources, right? Resources away from the black community. Now, recently I did a video about him and others saying that they want to have a conversation with Trump. They invited the Republicans to go and speak with them. Now this video about to show you, It was actually three black gentlemen on there, but Mark Carter. uh, He says, I'm going to show you a segment. He says, uh, no, he and the other men were at a homeless encampment. They were talking about the issues that black Chicagoans are facing, of course, homelessness and all that. And they're basically saying we are paying to be homeless because a lot of people pay taxes, right? And so you're paying taxes, but the money is not going to help you. It's actually going to help other people or helping other people that are going into Chicago. It is said that by the end of the year, not more. It's going to be about $300 million allocated toward helping the migrants in Chicago alone. Mark Carter says, uh, American citizens, American children who are already struggling academically, you're going to bring in a new group of children, a new group of people. Take those resources away from Americans to accommodate this new group of people. The children are going to fall further behind. Unemployment is going through the roof. Poverty, crime. This is going to impact our communities across the city to the point where violence, murder, robbery is going to spike, not just with Americans, but also with these people coming here. Now, 3,000 illegal immigrants are living in this factory almost half a block long, and this is going to transcend into public housing. They keep saying that there'll be no public housing for illegal immigrants. That's not true. So we pay to be homeless, basically. Now, as United States citizens, we're going to flip Chicago red. The Democratic Party is done in Chicago, and that's a fact. By summer, you think it's allowed them coming in? You watch the uprising of red. The ADNC reporter says they're demanding more money to help the migrants, but they're not demanding more money to help American citizens, and specifically black people. And so I agree with Mr. Carter. Yeah, it needs to be one and done. Or fifty-two thousand and done because black people we will always vote for the Democrats, and it just needs to be no more. The Democrats do not deserve our vote at all. You don't believe me? Let's listen to it for ourselves. Hi
0: everyone, this is Latasha Blanton from the Real South Africa Travel and Tourism, and you're going to have the opportunity to travel with Phil Scott to
2: sunny South Africa. You guys okay. are going to have the opportunity to come to Johannesburg, and you guys are going to be coming to Durban. And we're going to set it up perfectly. It's going to be like a luxury experience for you guys. At the same time, you're going to be getting some culture. And, of course, you're going to get an opportunity to talk to Phil, hang out with Phil, and get his views on Africa and South Africa.
0: You're also gonna get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're gonna do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here.
2: Absolutely, our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down, you'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny Sunny South South Africa. Africa.
1: All right. I can't get that out of there.
0: So sorry, guys. Within the last couple of weeks or months, we've been hearing a lot from the black residents of Chicago and specifically that of Mark Carter, who has been very instrumental in speaking out against the migrants going into Chicago and taking up all the resources. Right. Resources away from the black community. Now, recently I did a video about him and others saying that they Want to have a conversation with Trump. They invited the Republicans to go and speak with them. Now, this video I'm about to show you, it was actually three black gentlemen on there, but Mark Carter, I'm going to show you his segment where, you know, he and the other uh, men were at a homeless encampment. They were talking about the issues that black Chicagoans are facing. Of course, homelessness and all of that. And they're basically saying we are paying to be homeless because a lot of, well, you know, people pay taxes, right? And so you're paying taxes, but the money is not going to help you. It's actually going to help other people or helping other people that are going into Chicago. It is said that by the end of this year, not more, it's going to be about $300 million allocated toward helping the migrants in Chicago alone, right? And so Mark said this. Check it out.
2: American citizens. American Children who are already struggling uh, academically, you're going to bring and bring in a new group of children, a new group of people, take those resources away from Americans to accommodate this new group of people. That is going to make the children going to fall, fall further behind. Unemployment is going through the roof. Poverty, crime. This is going to impact our communities across this city to the point to where violence, murder, robbery, is going to spike, not just with Americans, but also with these people uh, coming here. 3,000 illegal immigrants are living in this factory almost, what, what, a half a block long? And this is going to transcend into public housing. Uh, They keep saying that there will be no public housing for illegal immigrants. That's not true. So we pay to be homeless, basically, now as United States citizens. We're going to flip Chicago red. The Democratic Party is done in Chicago, and that's a fact. By summer, you think it's a lot of them coming in. You watch the uprising, the red. And- so as
0: you saw, you know he was talking about the. Oh,
1: well, there you go. Just thought I'd put it out there. I don't, I don't think. Uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in Chicago. Don't forget, Chicago's a Democrat city. Guess who counts the votes? The Democrats. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Just an interesting thing. That's all. All right, my friends. Uh, you know what? Uh, I've decided instead of trying to like an hour of the Jeffers proof, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep it between 20 and maybe 35, maybe 40 minutes, somewhere in there. You don't want to spend your entire time listening to me yakking and all that. You don't. All right. Um, I've got some other projects in line. And I'm working on them now. Um, I don't know when they'll come to fruition quite yet. But I will let you know uh, when the time comes. So, but anyways. Until next time, I'm John Jeffers here at the Jeffers Brief. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Oh, don't forget, uh, I did an episode of the Jeffers Notes a few days ago. You might want to check that out. All right. Until then, be alert, be vigilant, be safe, be prepared.